0: Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hey, podcast listeners. Welcome back to the Make Money Behave podcast with Maria Casillas. Today is Tuesday, November 26th. Shout out to my dad. I don't know if he's listening, but he, today is his birthday, so happy birthday, dad. I will give him a call in a little bit because I am trying to use these minutes again in the minivan um, while the little one is sleeping because I need to get this message out to you. If you are a first-time listener of the show, thank you for coming and and checking us out. And by us, I mean me. Right now, it's just little old me. Um, And I'm hoping that in the near future, I can start to interview some people who have kind of gone through the process that we're going through and some of the insights that they've received so that you can kind of hear from others as well as myself. But for now, it is super flexible for me to be able to just hop on here anytime that I have something to share with you. So I welcome you to the show. A lot of what I share on the podcast is personal stuff. And that's because this whole thing, working with money and making our money behave, excuse me, is something that is a process. It is not something that happens overnight. There are ebbs and flows, highs and lows. And we just we're in this together and I don't ever want you to think that just because my husband and I were able to have a $130,000 turnaround in about four years that we have arrived, that we've made it, that somehow life no longer throws us lemons, right? So I I bring you along our journey and rather than hiding under a rock and and being like, no, I can't let people know about all of the real stuff that's going on, I'm just very open with you about the the crap that goes on in our lives and some of the ways that we are tweaking the system that we're using and how I like to use that to help clients get to where they want to go as well. So welcome again to the show. I appreciate you being here today. And if you are a returning listener, I very much appreciate you coming back and I hope that you can really glean something from today's message. Now, today I'm going to talk about what I believe to be the real four letter F word. As with most of my podcast episodes, this too was inspired mostly by my four young girls. Now, the little one is only 10 months old. Today, actually, today she turned 10 months old. She has not yet used this word. Uh, And honestly, I'm not sure it's something that she will use anytime super soon, but maybe in the next year or so. The other ones, however, have dropped this F-bomb on me way more than I would love to admit. Now, if you are thinking that my little girls are running around dropping the F-bomb on me, you're sadly mistaken. I don't know that I'd be okay with that. Um, The word that I'm speaking of right now is FAIR. F-A-I-R. FAIR. I can't tell you how many times I hear them say, well, that's not fair. Or, you know, what she's doing isn't fair for me. it just, when they add the wine to it, oh my gosh. And I tell you what, I get that they are, how old are they? Six and 12 and 15. So you can imagine six, 12 and 15. I hear this a lot. Um, but I know that what they're really doing is Testing boundaries, not just boundaries with me, but boundaries in life in general. And they're also, I think, testing their own personal limits. If something seems too difficult for them or they're not wanting to do something, their fallback is, Mom, that's not fair. Quick example that happens all the time in my house is the dishes. If I ask one of the kids to unload the dishwasher because the other one is working on homework, I absolutely will. I, I bet my life that I will hear, but that's not fair from my children. And that's really, what, is, what are they saying? They're just saying, I don't want to do the dishes. I want someone else to do the dishes with me and or for me. And so I'm going to use this fair word. I'm going to drop that F-bomb on my mom. So today I challenge you. How often are you, whether verbally or just mentally, dropping that F-bomb because you are not wanting to do something. Perhaps you need to get up and go to work on a regular basis while someone that you know sits at home collecting a pension. Maybe you weren't even offered a pension and that frustrates you and so the, the quick response to that is that's not fair. Or you fall into the very common trap of the social media illusion. You know what I'm talking about. You're scrolling through Facebook or Insta and you see somebody else is on this lavish vacation while you are stuck at home, maybe doing the dishes because your kids weren't doing them for you. And it's very easy to go, that's not fair. Before I move forward, I do want to say that there are are injustices in this world. And I'm not suggesting that we look the other way when there's an injustice. Um, I think what I'm suggesting is that we don't turn everything into an injustice. If you're plagued with the scarcity mindset, and I say plagued on purpose, if you are stuck with this scarcity mindset, then you are going to want to assume the role of a victim in just about every scenario because if you have a scarcity mindset you are of the belief that there's only so much to go around that you can't create abundance and so you assume that if you don't get your piece of the pie that it's going to pass you by and you're never going to have that opportunity again and so we look if we're if we are in that scarcity mindset we look at what other people have at what they do at what they say and we say I want a piece of that. That's what I want to do. That was my thing to have. Why did that person get that? I want that. Poor me. I don't have the opportunity to do that. Ultimately, that's not fair. Y'all, I get it because I've done it, right? Anything that I share with you is just as I mentioned a few seconds ago or a couple minutes ago, I... Share the things that I have learned along the way. And so if I have this insight, it's because I've been down that path. I do the whole victim thing. I've done that before. I I slip into that once in a while still. But I have to realize that, wait a minute, is it really something that's not fair? Is it really an injustice? Or am I just looking at the convenience of becoming a victim right now? Is that just easier for me to sit in that role of victim than it is for me to actually go do something about it? And while I was thinking about this F word, one day I'm like, you know what, I need to talk to my kids about how to find a solution if they think something is not fair for them. And I'm kind of big on acronyms, mostly because I have really bad memory it's probably something I should get looked at, honestly, but, but I have a really bad memory. And so if I can find something that is an acronym, so I just remember the word, then I can remember what, it, what goes with it. It just makes it my life a little bit easier. So the acronym that came to mind with FAIR, F-A-I-R, is FORGE an Internal Resolution. If you think something is not FAIR, find something within yourself to resolve that problem. I'm going to repeat that acronym for you so that you can really hear it. Forge an internal resolution. Now, I know that the word find could also work. And there are some times when I would encourage you to find an internal resolution. But the word forge really mm, just eh, just makes you do it, right? The word forge means to make or to create. So if there's not an internal solution already, if you can't find something in yourself that that's already there, then by goodness, it's time to create that solution. There is something internally that you can grab onto and go, you know what, I don't know that this is a fair situation, but I'm going to find something and or forge something, create something inside of me that resolves this problem so that I'm not stuck in victimhood anymore. Now this takes practice. This is not something that's going to happen overnight, but if you find yourself thinking or saying the the F word, then I really encourage you to take a step back and just go, okay, what was that acronym that that crazy lady was talking about on that podcast at one time? forge an internal resolution. What can I do to make this different so that I don't have to sit in my own victimhood today? And if you continue to do that just over and over, even if you just think about it a little bit differently, eventually you're going to be able to pull yourself out of that scarcity mindset and bring yourself into a mindset of abundance where there are is enough to go around and you don't need to worry about what that person on insta is doing anymore you don't need to wonder like oh you know my my distant uncle over there he was he was able to get a pension and that's fantastic for him it doesn't matter anymore because you don't need to sit back and get a pension in order to survive you need to forge an internal resolution there's something that you can do to go out and make it fair if you will I'm going to wrap up today's message by going back to what I talk about in the intro of every single podcast episode, and I promised that we were going to talk about your money and your circumstances and the small changes in behavior that can have a big impact on both. You've probably heard that a few times. What I want to to really drive home today is that there are circumstances and there are things that are beyond our control. And I don't ever want you to think that I believe that we have control over everything. But you do have control over how you think about something, how you react to situations, and how you behave under certain circumstances. That, for some people, seems really, really scary. And it kind of is scary because, you know, then all of a sudden we we have um, some of the responsibility that comes along with what the what the outcome is. But here's the cool thing about responsibility and outcome. If you learn to take on the responsibility for the outcome of a situation, boy, are you empowered when that outcome is awesome because you no longer have to hand over the rights to that outcome. It was because of how you thought and how you reacted and how you behaved that that outcome was possible. And when you can do that over and over and over again, one small decision, one small behavior at a time, you will be absolutely amazed at the life that you can create for yourself. Do you need help with that? Do you need some built-in accountability? Do you need somebody who can take a step back, look at your big picture and help you see the different areas where you might be uh, falling into that victimhood mentality Do you need someone to help you forge an internal resolution? I can be that somebody for you if you just reach out. Maria at cashinonchange.com is my email. And if you are on Facebook, feel free to find my business page there as well. And that is Cash In On Change. And you can always leave a message there or you can send me a private message. I'm also on Instagram. I just don't use it very often right now. I will try to get better about that eventually. But one thing at a time, right? Uh, my handle on Instagram is actually Make Money Behave. So you might remember that a little bit easier. But okay, you guys, I hope that you have a fantastic Tuesday. I do have kids home from school tomorrow and Thursday but I am dedicated to jumping on and delivering a a short message on both of those days so I will definitely touch base with you soon as always thank you for listening bye-bye